Welcome back to another Ascari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, author of the Ancient Illumination series, as well as the Ambani Chronicles. And we are welcoming back today Andrea Rose Washington. Hey guys! <laughs> she is the author Ooh. of Lithia, Amatrice Magic, and Elendil. She has an awesome series. There will be a link in the description of this episode when we upload the audio. So if you're interested in checking out her books, please uh, click on the link that we provide and check them out. We are also joined by Jocelyn Short. Yep. She's a concept artist and illustrator, and she's the creator of a series called The Bearers, and she's also done some awesome concept art for me. And again, there will be a link to her website as well if you want to check out her art, please do. And today we are checking out, uh, excuse me, talking about Monarch Legacy of Monsters on Apple TV. Uh, it's a all-encompassing show digging into the history of the Monarch organization that apparently was running around tracking Godzilla, King Kong, and all these Mutos, uh, these, these monsters that have popped up on Earth uh, from the Hollow Earth, I guess. Mm -hmm. Interesting show. Um, I was aware that it was coming out. Didn't realize until Andre had mentioned it that it was already out, I guess, on the 17th it released. Yeah. Yeah. So, spoiler alert, if you have yet to watch the first episode, that's the one we are going to be discussing. Uh, it starts out in 1973 on Skull Island. Before we start, have you guys watched Skull Island, the movie? Yeah. No. No? Yet no? No. No. I mean, I that's where King Kong was, right? Yeah. 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 I saw King Kong. Okay. okay. Did you see Godzilla vs. Kong? Yes. Okay. No, you still need to watch Skull Island, though. Okay. Yeah, you do. It's a good one. Because that's, 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 yeah. Okay. Hallmark. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, on my, it's on my list. And it, and it ties very heavily into this. Um, Got it. Other than that, when I mentioned 1973, when they have the title screen pop up with Skull Island, uh, I forget what his name is. I know he was on... Uh, John... John Goodman. John, yeah, John Goodman. Goodman. Yeah. He, he's like, you see a video of him, an OG video, and he's apologizing for taking something. We don't see exactly what it is. Um, and then he it opens up with him running through this jungle on Skull Island. I was like, why is my boy running towards the water? Like, whatever it is chasing you, and then we see later, like I said, spoilers, uh, there's like this giant spider creature chasing mm -hmm. him, and he's on a cliff. And he has this satchel with the uh, monogram for Monarch on it. For whatever, I think he must must have had like a baby or something in it. I don't know. We don't see what's in there. He looks behind him, tosses it in the water. But my thing, like if you're on an island with all these monsters and creatures, I would think whatever's in the water could be just as bad as put something in the land. So I don't see how that would be. It's, I saw it as either way, it what he wasn't taking it off this island. That's what he thought. So he's like, it's a better chance. It's a better chance of it surviving going into the water because it was like a waterproof bag. Okay. It's staying stuck on the island. Yeah. So it's like either way, I'm not taking it off. Let's hope it gets to civilization somehow. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking his survival and, and the fact that when a predator is chasing you, once you have cover, 
you have a better chance of surviving than running out in the open where it can plainly see you and it's obviously much faster than you are. Like, how is this dude gonna survive? That's why I was like, they'll have a question, why run towards water? And then it flashes forward to 2013 in the Sea of Japan and we see, I guess, the same satchel washes in with the fishermen mm-hmm. in the Sea of Japan that pull up a catch of fish and they, he sees this satchel and then he tosses it to the side. And obviously, I, I was quite, in my first, I was like, is that the same satchel? And I'm like, yeah, that's the same satchel. It's dirty now, though. Yeah, it's dirty. <laughs> and then we flash forward to a young Japanese lady getting on a plane back to Tokyo. Uh, so now we're in Tokyo 2015 and they walk through when she lands, uh, she immediately goes to stand up and the guy next to her says, no, we have to wait. And this is the illusion of protection as they kept getting sprayed down with the, some spray is supposed to stop parasites, I guess, from going in. How that's gonna stop another monster invasion, I don't know. I, I think thought it was the, a COVID thing at first. That's the first thing my brain went to. <laughs> I was like, we know this happens before that. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought this was hilarious. I see the Godzilla evacuation signs, like pointing down the thing, the big yellow and green. I'm like, that's hilarious. Like, that's not going to do anything with these things. Like, what do you even do? Like, I, I, like, I commend the society for trying to, like, implement infrastructure yeah. to... to not even offsets <laughs> like a gorilla, a, not gorilla, Godzilla attack, yeah. but just like to try to instill a sense of safety. Yeah. But like, what do you do? Like, be, be for real. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's like a placebo because nowhere is safe. Like being above ground, being on land mm-hmm. is not safe because if he knocks on a building, you're gone. Yeah. But then at the same time, being underground, if things collapse, yeah, you're in or under there, you're the wrong you're spot. Like it. it's still, yo, y'all gotta no. leave. Like y'all mash mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in Tokyo, 2015. Also, did you guys see the 2015 Godzilla film? Yeah, I, all of them. Everything that is for this, you've seen. I've seen, yeah. Everything that has Monarch in it. This, to me, this to me was a good mix of it all because Mm -hmm. the complaint about the 2015 film was they had all this familial drama that was the mainstay and they, like, it was a lot of buildup and they didn't show you Godzilla to the very end of the movie and some people were kind of disappointed that they got dragged along. in it for like 11 minutes. Hi, Janae. Hey, Janae. Yeah, so this one I think was a good mix because we start out seeing creatures and kind of the human element with Jonathan Goodman's character and then immediately jump into uh, to creatures, getting to actually see them. Uh, and then we get more, as we'll talk about in a little bit, some familial drama. It was funny how they had the taxi cab driver trying to explain things and saying San Francisco was a hoax and CGI. And by the way, just like us, I got a podcast. <laughs> like everybody's got a podcast. It was hilarious. Um, but she so was yeah. there, but it was CGI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, can you, like, can you imagine, like, 
if you survived, you survived a literal catastrophe, and then someone was like, "It was a hoax." Like you smelt Godzilla. That's how close. Yeah. It like yes. you, like Funky hot breath was you saw on that you. little scab on his side from that little bullet. Like you saw all of it. It was CGI. Yeah. It was CGI. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So she, yeah. Apparently, her father passed away, and she's going to handle his affairs in Japan. And she has, she has to key in to the apartment in Japan and walks in to find. The other family uh, in the apartment, and, and Mama's asking, "Who is she? Who are you? Like, who am I? Who are you?" <laughs> I would dig up. I know they said that he wasn't found, but wherever <laughs> his memorial, his headstone was, yeah. I would just dig up the dirt, like make it into his shape, and beat the shit out of it. Like, <laughs> I <can't>, like, <laughs> what <do you> even? <laughs> I was like, at first, I thought maybe there was. I was like, oh, this is dirty. I'm like, I thought somebody had like subleased the apartment before, as my man passed away. And the landlord was like, hey, you can go in there right now if you want. I got the keys. His family ain't even here. But no, it, it was worse than that. It wasn't just shady crazy. landlords, it was the other family. And like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but like, I, I have to say, like, the question of who was first is it needs to be answered because I fully believe her and her mother were first because I believe she's older than the, the son okay. and so like in my mind that's why she's so angry that's why she's so angry yeah <laughs> and it's like I'm sorry oh you have photos so do I is that your yeah and she pulls them up on her phone like here's mm -hmm. this one here's at the camp it here's is it's like, you have an apartment, we have a house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, backyard. it's extra dastardly that, like, they're around the same age. Like, even if she is older than him, they're around the same age. Like, the reveal, the reveal we get later is kind of even crazier. Uh, when, when, when they're going through his stuff, to me, was kind of funny. How they figure yes. Yeah. I yo. Oh. Then, let's, let's let's table that, Josh, because I can see. <laughs> so then we flat. This one kind of this show kind of goes back and forth in time, um, and I didn't understand why they were doing it until they showed us the relationship to one of the other characters we see, one of the two scientists. Mm -hmm. We find out because uh, I saw this. I must have looked down and didn't see at first the title card saying. Kazakhstan in 1959, they go back to these scientists going somewhere, uh, following radiation with the Geiger counter. We got, this was so stupid, like you follow the radiation, they got a Geiger counter and it's getting stronger and stronger as you drive. We ain't got no hazmat suit on. My boy's got a pistol. The dude in the army is sitting in the back that was, I think he uh, played in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. It was yeah, very, so, the first watch, I was like, I don't like you. <laughs> I still don't, I was like, yeah. I, He's um, like, yeah, I'm here to keep the scientist alive. He pulls out a pistol. They get to the spot. Uh, some Kazakhstani kid has a rifle. I guess he went hunting. And they find out that the radiation, I guess, is not as bad as they thought it was. Then we find out that the lady scientist speaks Russian. Because the other two seem clueless. They were like, yes, I don't know what to do. Please. 
Yeah. <laughs> he, starts, he starts talking to the kid who's gone hunting, telling him that he's gonna die if he eats that food. And he's like, "What are you talking about? The contamination? That's that's a that's an old wives' tale. That's a story that they keep telling us to keep the curious away." And I just thought it was so dumb that they got out the cars and had gas masks, but didn't have full on charcoal hazmat suit if you're going to go into a place that you know has radiation and of course this is one of Andrea's most famous phrases I think is smart people doing dumb stuff yes um, <laughs> hey, like literally weren't your windows down so why were you not wearing the mask this entire time because what was the difference getting out of the car and being in the car because right. like you were still breathing in the same air oh yeah. no we're in the car like windows down we're safe Okay, we're out of the car. Let's put the mask on as we get out of the car. You're breathing it in. Yeah, the car's not car's not airtight. That was the old ad, 1950-something Jeep that they're rolling in. Then they flash back to, I, my note says, Tokyo Pops Double Life. We get into it. <laughs> they're sitting there at this awkward silence. And uh, it's kind of cute because Bombs is trying to be nice. She's like, I, I, uh, Moms would yes. like to have tea and have you talk about your life. And then she's like, you can tell her I said whatever the hell you want me to say, but. No, that I, was after they were evacuated though. The tea, that part about yeah, the. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, I have that here too. The, uh, when they the, had the drill. The Jira, the drill, the, the, basically the Godzilla fire alarm where everybody had it. And she had the panic attack and she's having flashbacks to San Francisco. Poor baby. And, and I feel like her brother, like, oh God, so weird. Half brother. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we saw that because he made a snide comment where you were in Chicago. I'm sorry, you were in San Francisco. You yeah. should know. And like to see the full reaction she had to it. I yeah. think that's when he started actually realizing, oh crap, she actually. She was there. Like She was there. She, she was actually there there because like. Yeah. You're willing to run out of this area because she knows ain't nowhere safe. If God's yeah. only really here, nowhere it's safe. It's curtains. It's curtains for you. Like, and you're right. They have a little the little fire drill underground. She had the panic attack, and they walk the off from there, deciding to talk. And then they flash us back to the crazy scientist rolling around in Kazakhstan. And they decide they're starting to blow stuff up, and I'm like, this is getting dumber and dumber as we go along but sadly because of how we are as human beings it's totally believable that folks would be oh that's a huge monster we should probably stay away from it but we need to study it let's get real close and they see all the little blow everything up make so much noise okay disrupt the area yeah, yeah. they'll never know yeah Muto there's only three of us we can definitely contain this we can handle it hey we in there. I have my trusty pistol and the guy who can't lift his husband, his wife. Let's do this. The dumbest scientist ever. And then we, we see a cavern full of larva. These muto larva. We don't know what it is. We need the genetic material. Five what? minutes. Just five, five minutes. That's all it's going to take. Then, you got one. Go down there, yeah. scrape something, get upstairs. Don't actually take the rope off. Never take the rope off. No. Keep the rope all. attached. I was hoping they'd be smart enough to have like some pulley system. So as soon as, you know, have some counterweight or something, as soon as it went loose, like it just zipped right back up. And I why did both have to go? Yeah, I don't know. Why? Because like it would be, it would have been easier to 
drag her butt up. Yeah. With both. Because G.I. Joe had to go down, I guess. I don't know. And, and they and that was the weird thing. They left like the weakest one up top trying to pull folks up. It let the two scientists go down with the strongest one sit up top and pull people up. And then the, the other one could help, you know, get the last person up. But they flash back to Tokyo. That would make too much sense, Rod. That would make yeah. too much sense. <laughs> like if I was there, you know, and, and we're there, one of y'all could go down if, if we were dumb enough. To you do ain't that. going down because I'm not going to pull you up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not going down and be like, hey, y'all pull my big self up here. That ain't going to work. Um, it was like, just a drill. And then, 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 <laughs> and then uh, the brother is like, oh, since you think our father was so bad, let, let me show you something. And he leads her to this little office that he's got. And we see this little bat cave map, which we know is probably all the Mudo sightings around the world that they've got. And both of them have plenty of attitude for each other. And she rips the map and we find this safe behind him. And this is the part I was saying that was kind of crazy to me because he was very mindful of what he was doing. The father that passed away because they're trying to guess what the passcode is and he's like, well, what's your birthday? He's like, it doesn't matter. Like, give me your birthday. Inputs it. Not correct. She tries her birthday. That's not correct. What's your mother's birthday? Not correct. So I'm assuming because we don't see she tried to put in her mom's birthday. But then we see the thing go green and he's like, how'd you do that? And he was like, she was like, basically, I took a piece of all of our it birthdays. It was your birthday month, my birthday day, your mom's birthday month, and my mom's birthday day. Because I watched that scene like three times. I was like, what did you just say? A full <laughs> villain. A full villain. It was your I, month, my day, your mom's month, villain. my mom's day. What do you even mean? What do you <laughs> mean everyone's birthday? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> But that's just one way. If you only knew about one set of the family, is one way where you have never guessed the password. But at the same time, it's also just like you, like there's no guilt about yeah. what you're doing because like you are using both. Like you're using them both. He his American family's password on this safe, and then use his Japanese family's password on his American safe. That way, the other there's no way the other people could do it. Yeah. But like. Dude, he needs to oh. die again today. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and so they find they, they open the safe and they find this uh, monarch satchel that we've been seeing throughout the show travel. It ends up in my boy's safe. He's got it. They take it out. There's an old data card in there, microfiche, whatever, but it's encrypted and they need to take it to somebody to decipher it. And uh, the, bro the half-brother... He's blazing. <laughs> Half brother has somebody that he thinks can decide, you know, can decipher it for them. So he goes to, I know a person that could take care of this. And we don't know that they've had a thing going on. And apparently, because she gets pissed during the discussion, like, you can't just use me as tech support. You said you needed space. Now you want to come back when you need favors. When she gets pissed when he's like, I'll pay you. She's like, you'll pay me. She gets up and walks. That just made it worse. That just made it so much worse. Villainy runs in the family. Okay. <laughs> because I like love you. Like son? Yes. Villainy comes down the bloodline. All right. Because like he's taking it out on the daughter and he needs to stop. You know what the brother is? Yes. Yeah. Right yeah, he is. Because he's still, what it, the dynamic I'm seeing is that he still holds Pops in a super high regard and that's his hero. And the daughter's like, 
pop for nothing. He 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 was BSing and he's dishonest and no, like she's she's disheartened and he's offended by her getting offended about the reality of them coming together and, and why they've come together. Which is funny. Um and so then I, they, go ahead. I was gonna say I, I actually appreciated their dynamic, like with with her being so angry and him, you know, being the way that he was. Yeah. I just felt like they were realistic reactions to yeah. this kind of scenario. And, and that like them reacting to each other felt like that makes sense for something like this happening. Good Andre. I I firmly love the daughter's reaction because I feel like she did what you're supposed to do in that situation and be mad at the person who is the person who's wrong, which is the father. Because yeah. it's not their fault that they're that the guy lied to both of them. The son, I feel like because, and I feel, and I think this is the difference between a son and daughter is that the son is like, my father is my hero. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have done this. You're lying. It's wrong. Yeah. And he's being angry at the, at his sister, half sister, mm-hmm. like it's her fault. But it's yeah. like, if she was here first, then you're at fault. Like it's not her fault. Yeah. And I think that's like the difference in the son and daughter. Cause the daughter's like, I'm gonna, no, dad. My, no, dad was wrong. This is awful. And the son's like, I'm gonna protect my dad. Like we can see that she was not a daddy's girl at the end of the day, and he was still a daddy's son. Daddy's even daddy's even to the point where that's the reason. That's the really the only reason he wants to do the research is he's trying to catch her in a lie. Like basically, mm-hmm. I will if we get through this stuff and I can prove that she's not his daughter. Because that's what he tells uh, the sister that they run into to get to decipher the tape. He's like, if we you just help me this one time. I'll leave you alone, but if this can prove that she's lying, uh, and then right as he says that, she pops up like, "Is there something wrong?" Kate's like, "Is everything okay?" I already paid. Don't worry about the tab back there. I paid that. I just want, y'all wasn't gonna talk about. Yeah, y'all okay. wasn't gonna talk about me behind my back, and let me just sit at the table and wait for y'all to come back. I don't know mm-hmm. what that was going to happen. Love, love. <laughs> Come into infinity and infinity. <laughs> 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 Jocelyn, you get me. So yeah, well, they're arguing over stuff, and they, you know, she, the brother, finally asked her like to explain some more. And so we flash forward to San Francisco 2014. It says G Day plus five. So I guess this means Godzilla has been there for five days at this point. Just mashing the five thing. days post Godzilla. Yes, I'm saying yeah. So he's been there stomping around, and we see she's on a school bus full of kids trying to get them off the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, no, that was G Day. Yeah, it's G, but it said it said G Day plus five before before you see Godzilla. Oh, I did the plus five when she was at the camp. Yeah, yeah, that is at the camp. Yeah, and then her her pop shows up with two bus passes. <laughs> hey, here, get these to your mama. There's two bus passes in the hotel in y'all room and a car in the getaway and some keys and some crunching munch under the table. Just going to get that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> she's like. Uh-huh. Okay. Like the fact that he didn't see his wife, the fact that he hasn't, he didn't go see his wife. Like, so one, that whole scene told me that the daughter knows something's going on. Regard at that point, it wasn't maybe in an affair or something, but she knew that he had whatever he like whatever work he was doing. There was something like she knew something. She didn't know what it was, but she knew something was going on because when. She's like, what are you talking about? And she, he just gives her this look and she's like, no. 
it's like she knows he's gonna go do more work she just doesn't know what that work is yeah daddy would get beat i'm I'm fighting you on site you're not about to leave me here for an undetermined amount of time with this trauma of you leaving forever no and not even speak to my mama right no let's fight let's fight right now um (laughs) square up it's time um i'm i'm we're fighting because no you what's going on? like what is that as yeah. every time 30 years and you can't go see her 30 years of marriage and you can't go see her yeah. we're fighting we're fighting and i'm winning like, i'm fighting dirty yeah you're fighting fair and i'm gonna fight dirty that's right you see these rocks in this sack your face is on it like this. Square, up. square up daddy okay. right there just like that <laughs> you don't get to do this stuff unscathed like it's just you can't yeah, so they flash, they flash forward again out, out of her flashback into kind of, I guess, 2015 or present day, and they're deciphering. She's starting to decode this tape that they found. Has a little hit, of course, because it was encrypted. And anytime you, in, you know, some encryption gets broken, a hit sent out to the Monarch Company. So they're on to you now about somebody's siphoning through our stuff. Uh, we didn't get an IP address. We just got a local. Uh, area is somewhere in Tokyo and uh, so you know they're going to be coming after you for this information because it was top secret and you wasn't supposed to be getting it and they saw an overlay of the map when when half brother was going through it and then she points on she's like wait stop who's that and she sees somebody in this giant kaiju footprint and apparently the scientist the, the lady scientist is grandma um, and the, the funny thing is, I thought it was kind of hilarious. Was, I guess that's my dark humor. But the, the half-brother says, oh, yeah, she died when he was little. And then you go to the next scene, they flash back to them. And we see that at the end of the episode, of course, the plan with the scientists going down in Kazakhstan did not go well. It was not a well-thought-out plan. The escape route was horrible. The idea to go down there in the first place you see a bunch of glowing eggs. I'm with Army Dude um, in that instance. Hey, he didn't know what to do, but he knew it was a bad idea to go down there. How about we call somebody for backup? And then the other dude's like, what are we even here for then? What What are you here for? Why? When a, when a himbo man marries a very smart woman, it just does not end well because so we need brains, not just bronze, honey. And that her husband wasn't even bronze, apparently. No, he was Kimbo. He was he was supposed to be a son because he was offended that uh, GI Joe was listening to her and not him. And she's like, "Well, yeah, well, she's the scientist." And he's like, "Well, I'm a scientist too." And in my mind, I'm like, "Well, you're not really proving it right now because your decision making is horrible. You're not you're really having anything." <laughs> you're Kanuff. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he can do beach. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, so that doesn't end well. The crush is awakened of these little crab larvae. We don't know what the hell they are. Baby gammas. I don't know what the heck they were. They shell lizard things start crawling out these eggs, and it's too much. Uh, yeah, like you said the weak one is trying to pull her up, and she's got a whole bunch of these little space roaches attaching themselves to her, and she's getting heavier and heavier. And my boy's trying to arm over arm. I don't think none of them made out of that thing, to be honest. So here's my no thing. One had any the moment you heard a weird 
like sound come why like i feel like the scientist was about to run and like the gi joe held her for a second and then it was like run it was like no the moment you hear a sound you run at that point and like like don't wait to see what's coming yeah oh, no. she was pissing me off because she was talking about some oh give me a minute what do you mean a minute what are, you, what are you talking about? There is no more minutes. Scoop it up. Whatever you got is going to have to be good enough. So. It's on your shoe. That's good enough. Let's go. We'll back your shoe up top. Let's go. <laughs> there should be some DNA. Just kick one. It should be a DNA on the toast right there. Just let's roll. We can scrape some evidence off of that. Also, like, now I'm, I'm getting pissed off all over again because now I'm just like, y'all weren't prepared for nothing because, like, my brain is like, okay, fire. Maybe you could, like you if you if you're being sworn by something, maybe you could set something on fire so that they break off you. Maybe no one had a lighter, no one had a no. My boy just got a his little nine millimeter gun with you know however many in the chamber. Bang, 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 bang. He, yeah, he's That's shooting at, at a swarm of ro uh, space roaches, and it's not I don't know how many he hit, but it wasn't doing them because they were still swarming up. So I'm like, oh, this is not going to end well. And then the episode ends on like, hmm. I'm like, well, I guess that's how Grandma ate it. But at the same time, that we must be getting another flashback with Grandma in order to see her standing in that footprint. Because if that's the end of her story, then I guess we're gonna have to go back further. <laughs> also, who took that picture? I yeah. Picture. I have so many questions, and I have to say before we go into like a further discussion, that I feel like both. Uh, the Godzilla movie, the first Godzilla movie, and the second Godzilla movie would have worked better in a TV show format. Because I feel like they tried to do what the show was going to do and explain a lot of things in such a short amount of time yeah. that it it's not going to work in a movie format. Like I feel like this show would never work in a movie format because it's too much information that has to be said. And after going back and like I saw the Godzilla movie... Like the first one, and I was like, "This is so boring for half of it." That I felt like it should have been a TV show, so then they could have like thrown in some like bits of action here and there, versus drawing it out for a movie that was okay, was good, but didn't have Godzilla in it every single second, like we were thinking it was going to be. And that's why I liked about this better because it does sprinkle in some of the creature feature before you get to the people drama. It's not. Yeah. An hour and a half of people drama the entire time while they, you know, give us a bunch of science and explanation and exposition and you're just sitting there nodding off going to sleep and then the last five minutes then they start tearing stuff up and they wake you back up and then before you know it, it's over and now you're, you're angry. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like out of all the, out of the three movies that's in this universe, Skull Island, Godzilla, and King Kong versus Godzilla, only Skull Island was really truly like like the movie format. Like we had like the issues with Samuel Jackson's character, yeah. but like his movie, his like one sort of kept you it was long, <laughs> but it kept you like in in it the entire time. Yeah. But like the Godzilla movie and King Kong versus Godzilla, there were definitely definite times where it's just like what are we doing? Yeah. Where is this movie going? And I feel like this TV show is perfect because you can give all the exposition you want you can give all the background and all the history that we need to understand what monarch is yeah. but you're not rushing it into like a movie format like you can actually take your time and i'm and more invested in it because i know it's supposed to be a lot of history and backstory versus yeah. 
this isn't entertaining enough for two hours. Come on now. Let's go. And they're allowing you to kind of piece it together as it goes with the flashbacks. And then kind of jump forward and you kind of see directly how it correlates and how everything is related to each other. So I think it that can help with the viewer's understanding versus if you do it too sporadically mm-hmm. and you just have absolute I have no idea what's going on. Um <laughs> What what this is? Why these people are here? You, I, they they lead you along well in this show. Um, the action that we get, I do like. Um, cinematography is nice. Um, the period, kind of kind of period pieces within the show, because we go we do flash back and forth through like 1959, 2013, 2014, 2015, and so that kind of informs you as to what and when you're uh, what you're looking at. Because when they first went back to Kazakhstan, I think I looked down. Um, when they moved that. So I missed at first the year and the place. Mm-hmm. But then I saw the Kansas City Royals hat on old boy. And I was like, that's an old timey ass hat that he got on. I'm like, they must have. Can tell that from sports, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, what is it? And then they went and moved outside of the vehicle. Then I saw the vehicles. I'm like, it's like something off a of match. I'm like, this look old. Like, okay. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I had to rewind all the way back and saw, okay, 1959, Kazakhstan, that's where they're at. And everything made made sense. It's just at that moment, I for a second wasn't paying attention and kind of messed myself up. But I think the way the, the show is formatted uh, works well. I think that the son's mother knows that she was that that she was the other woman. Because I feel like Either she, either she is just this amazing woman who wants to embrace this child yeah. out of nowhere. Like the way she hugged her after the panic attack or the way that she was like trying to have her sit down in the apartment, wanted to have tea with her. Yeah. I feel like while the wife may not have known it was that daughter in particular, I feel yeah. like that wife knew because ain't no wife gonna find out that her dead husband had a second, had a whole second family and there's a good chance she was the other woman. The other wife knew. Go, huh? The, other, the, the daughter's mom knew. No, so I yeah. don't know. I, no, she hung up. No, no, no. Because no, she, remember, she, hung up her, she lost. She, I'm not sure if her mom, I think her mom, I don't know if her mom knew about the affair, though. If you go back and look at the scene where she tells her and, and she notices that, that the mom wasn't even surprised, didn't hook up, didn't gasp, didn't nothing. Didn't and then the daughter her. stops and she's like, but she didn't tell her mom that it was the, the another family there. She just said, "There's nothing for us here." But also the other, remember the mom? She did. She did. She did say she. She said that. Um, what is? I don't remember exactly what she said, but she did because, like, she she was trying to get her mom to let it go. She was yeah. like, There's nothing for us here, and then she came out and said something, whether it was like you know like there's another family or the it's it's a whole apartment i think he said or something yeah, she said it's his apartment it's his yeah. Yeah. and then and that's when she hung up and so no, she didn't hang up she lost the that's when the oh, signal okay yeah, she saying, didn't hang up the signal dropped for the godzilla drill yeah, it did but if you go back when she does tell her that there was someone else living there because the mom keeps asking who was there what did you find she keeps needling that point what did you find? What did you find? That's what why didn't you call me back? But then she tells her that there was someone else there. And the mom's not surprised. And if you look, the daughter pauses because the mom, she didn't, she expected the mom to react with anger or something. And the mom didn't. And she's like, you knew. No, like, so you're not even mad. Like, you knew that was Because the mom asked, was someone there? 
And yes. she's like, so then the daughter's like, oh, did you know? Yeah. And she's like, no, what? Yeah. And so, no, like the daughter never, the daughter never said he had another family. The daughter never said, she just said, there's nothing here for us. It's his apartment. Yeah. And then the call dropped. The mom was trying to figure something out. I think, but I think what, what it was hinting at is that the mom, and on some level, I think the mom knew something and someone was there and it wasn't quite the reaction because when she asked her it's, that's exactly i think why the daughter was surprised for her to ask that like why would you specifically ask who was there like i think now while i do firmly believe that the woman the mom the wife probably knew something was going yeah. on i firmly believe the second wife knew she was the second wife yeah like <laughs> i feel like so you feel like the daughter's mom is guessing but the son's mom definitely knew yes yeah. I feel like the daughter, like the daughter's mom, might be like, because if she was, a, I'm, a, I'm, I, I firmly believe the daughter's mom was the first wife because I think the daughter's older than the son. That has nothing to do with how long you've been married. But when she said thirty years, the son's eyes sort of got like, oh crap, we are the second family. So like, I feel like the mom, the first wife was the first one, and then sorry, her mom was the first one, and I feel like his mom was the second one, and I feel like she knows she's the second wife. But yeah. never knew what his first family looked like. Yeah, that is what I think. I think the first wife was just like something's going on. I don't know what's going on, but something's going on. Yeah, it's kind of took me off guard. Probably did keep secrets, so she may not know exactly what the secret was. But I feel like she knew he was keeping something from her. Jocelyn, he must do time. Um, so <laughs> just simply must do time. I'm well, if this was Korea, he could go to jail for having an affair. I mean, he's already dead, so ain't no time. He needs to be brought back at in this time. Out. At that time, if I think he was like, good enough. He got to leave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got to come back. All right. He need to get fought and he needs to do time. And then I, I also feel like I'm about to be mad at everybody. I'm about, I feel like I'm about to be mad at every adult involved. Because if, if her mom knew... If or not her mom, but the the boy's mom, the son, the the boy's mm -hmm. mom. If she knew, I I'm angry all over again. All right, and then because what's going, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think the father's that? I don't think he's dead because they said his bush the, his bush plane went down. Yeah, I hope he's not. Alaska. I hope yeah, he's not. I think he's not. But I also I don't think hope he's dead. He's gonna get fought. Yeah, that'd be hilarious because you know I think they're good. That's a trope. They're gonna bring him. He's not. I don't think he's good. He's missing. Maybe he's in the upside down in the uh, whatever <laughs> the whatever that that is the like inner earth the the wormhole mm. into the hollow earth. Maybe he's stuck somewhere in hollow earth. And now he's gonna come back. I will find out he's there. And he's like my family, my family. <laughs> like like both. <laughs> both. I. I I want the siblings to have a relationship. I want the, a friendship. I want them to have a nice sibling relationship. Because I feel like they, the way they're both reacting, even though I feel like her reaction is correct and his is like misguided, they are reacting similar to each other. So I feel like they're a, they could be a lot alike. And also, I really like the fact that she didn't tell them that she spoke Japanese. Yeah, that was hilarious. At the same time, why would you assume she couldn't? Yeah. Right. Like, why would you assume she couldn't? Yeah, she told him too. I didn't. I never said that. I never, I never said, said that. I just let y'all. It's also crazy because, like, she came here by herself. You know, you you know, you you could assume that maybe yeah. she could speak it. Like, like your father 
your shared father spoke yeah. it apparently. So why would he not teach his daughter it? And she wasn't reacting. She didn't like, she never looked confused when they were speaking in Japanese. And so in the beginning, I was like, she knows what they're saying. Um, like she knows exactly what they're saying because she never looked confused. She just sort of looked angry and yeah. like upset and uncomfortable, but she never looked confused. And I like how she sort of flipped. I never said that was when she thought he was an engineer, but really he was like an artist or something. Yeah. You were an engineer. He's like, I never said that you did. <laughs> so I like how she flipped it right back on him. I never said I couldn't speak Japanese, but also why would you assume she couldn't? Like that was a dumb assumption to assume she couldn't. Stop talking about people. You never know what languages they be speaking. Yeah, he think he think he probably thought she was a typical average American who only speaks English, and she grew up probably grew up in America and didn't understand. But Even he so, still thinks that's not his daughter, his his sister though. That's his whole thing. Like you ain't one of us, basically. That's his, that's his whole thing. I just that boy is in deep denial because yeah. why why would she have a to this apartment? She showed pictures. She had whole pictures of her childhood with him in it. Like yeah. that boy is going through it. Okay. Yeah, his whole it's gonna be fun. I want to see his reaction when he finally has to come to terms that is that that indeed is my half sister. Ain't no bones about it. I really because hope he does. I hope the dad does reveal himself like you say, Brian. Like he just come out. Oh, oh, my family. <laughs> the core of my families. <laughs> um, cause like even when she told the story about him having like the poison ivy and all the red bumps. Like the look on his face, the son's face was like, crap, I do know. Like he did have that, like that did happen. Like he did have like poison ivy at one point. So like he definitely, he knows, logically he knows. He Emotionally, know. he's not ready to believe his father could do that. Yeah. Which I feel like is a good thing if you're not ready to believe your father is a, is a cheater and an adulterer. Because if you so incredibly accept that about your parents, then that's just very bad about your parents. But like the fact that he's in denial is sort of just like my dad would never do that. Like he couldn't have. Like no, he he would have never done that. It's almost like a good on you for still believing in your like your dad. But you know what? It, it does. This also makes sense because like for him, you know, he's not the family that got left. Like hers is. You know, he left her and her mom. You know, to basically right. No, he was going back and forth. He he, cause because he was upset because thirty years of marriage. Yeah, oh, and and the fact that she he believes that if he had not he believes that he was in San Francisco when he died because he was like if he wasn't with you, maybe he'd still be alive. And then they had to confirm like was he with you? And she's like no, he wasn't with me at the time. He died somewhere in Alaska. That at least we got a call, and, and that's why I had to come over here and collect this thing. So. He was thinking that Pops was out with them in San Francisco at the time when he passed. So he he was the one that got left. Actually, both of them got left. But yes, <laughs> I just felt um, like I would have punching bags around my house. I would have pictures of my daddy up on every single punching bag in the house, and I would be drop kicking every single <laughs> punching bag every minute. Hilarious. What is going like? I can't even. Well, I'm excited for the love. You think that's going to be a recurring thing? You think it's... I'm ex well, so I had inadvertently, before I knew it was connected to the show, I saw like previews and then I saw 
So I feel like there's going to be something between the doctor, the scientist, and the flashback, and the GI. Um, okay. And I feel like they're, because like, even when they were in the truck and they would like sort of glance at each other, there's something there. And then. Yeah, but wasn't she holding hands there. with the other one? Yeah. So yeah, she's married. She's married to the other guy. Yeah. Okay. He runs on their family. Are we gonna have uh, <laughs> okay? They must have had they must have had some Tyler Perry or somebody come do some of the writing for the show. I finally feel I believe her first husband's gonna die. I feel like he's gonna die and she's gonna fall for the GI. Um but gonna, otherwise gonna, it does run in the family of having two families. She's gonna be like, You're the you're the one who actually wanted to save you. You're the one who like told us to stop. You know, as they're like getting closer after always her here. Eyes, she's yeah, it's gonna be like you were you were the one who's always there and wanted to put <laughs> him in a way that he never could. Right. It wasn't enough, but you, you actually you, had a gun. You could have pulled me up. You could have pulled me up over the railing. You wouldn't have let me go. <laughs> you yeah, fill in my empty fall. spaces. You fill in my empty spaces. You're smart where I'm you know, where I just I brush in too fast. <laughs> You're not intimidated by how smart I am. You listen to me. You don't get jealous if someone addresses a question to me. Bad, it's bad juju. But I, uh, thank you, Andrea, for suggesting the show. This is going to be—I think it's going to be a cool ride. I think uh, next week we'll have uh, Jordan back when he catches up, and we'll continue discussing this. Thank you, too, for taking the time out of your day to discuss these things with us, and uh, thank. Two lurkers that have been popping in. And Janae, I saw her. She commented. Appreciate you taking time out of your day to stop by. And the other lurker, I appreciate you too. Uh, we will be back next week to talk more Monarch Legis Legacy of Monsters. Let's get it. Hey.